What do I see for 2022? What's my outlook? All right, first of all, to me, we have the strongest economy perhaps I have ever seen. Today, the FOMC raised its policy interest rate by three quarters of a percentage point, and we anticipate that ongoing increases will be appropriate. We are moving our policy stance purposefully to a level that will be sufficiently restrictive to return inflation to 2%. If we want to set ourselves up, really, really light the way to another period of a very strong labor market, we have got to get inflation behind us. I wish there were a painless way to do that. There isn't. So what we need to do is get rates up to, to the point where we're play, putting meaningful downward pressure on inflation. And that's what we're, that's what we're doing. And um, we, we don't, certainly don't, don't hope, we, we, we certainly haven't given up the idea that we can have a relatively modest increase in, in unemployment. Nonetheless, we need to complete this task. Fox closing out the day at session lows, as you know by now, following that 75 basis point rate hike by the Fed. Jeffrey Gunlock telling me just moments ago a recession could be fairly deep if the Fed does, in fact, keep raising rates. In fact, you put the odds of a recession happening next year at 75 percent. As for his outlook for stocks, he said the S&P 500 could drop more than 20 percent to 3,000. Said there's, quote, real value in the bond market now. Okay, welcome. It is uh, Wednesday, 21 September in the year of our Lord, 2022. Two massive stories today, one on Wall Street, the other a little bit uptown in midtown Manhattan. Uh, I guess not in midtown Manhattan, still kind of downtown Manhattan at the uh, at the uh, courthouse. Um, we're going to get to all that. Letitia James, we've got Mike Davis and Tom Fitton are going to join us about Tish James going after President Trump. We also have Alex Jones and Benny Johnson and Jim Hoff that are all going to join us. Um, let's go to, uh, I want to start with Peter Navarro, Dr. Navarro, you've been calling this for a while. I just want to correct, uh, I think it was CNBC about this. Are we going to go into recession? 75% chance the Atlanta fed today dropped the third quarter estimate to a negative. That'd be three quarters in a row. Dr. Navarro, uh, tell us <laughs> what happened today. What about this rate increase? And you've been the first guy to say, hey, the stock stock market and the bond market are getting blown up. They're saying today on CNBC, buy the dip in the bond market. Dr. Peter Navarro. Steve, um, the more I watch this, the more I think it really is a cynical game of the smart money jerking around everybody else. I'm going to show you a quick chart here. Um, this is uh, the S&P 500 over the last couple of days. You know, it's bouncing around that, that uh, fall low at the end of it, red. That's Jay Powell getting on stage and talking. This is pretty much what happens, Steve, every time Jay Powell gets on after whatever it is the Fed does. But I don't understand, um, other than this is, a, this is a game on Wall Street, why people don't see clearly what exactly what you, me, Cortez, Bratch, Walt, all, all these guys have been saying we are in a stagflationary environment. Now, this whole notion of buying the dip in bonds, are you friggin' kidding me? The mortgage rate hit 6.25% today, and it's on its way up until God knows where. Um, interest rates are going to keep climbing because of stagflationary forces built in. The problem we have here, Steve, is that the Federal Reserve is a one-trick pony. You and I have talked about this repeatedly, but it's worth saying again. You don't usually have recession and inflation at the same time. When you do, 
Recession drives down stock pricing. Inflation drives down bond prices. Now, the Fed is a one-trick pony. It can either raise interest rates to control inflation, or it can lower them to stimulate a, an economy out of recession. But think about that. If it's a one-trick pony, it can only solve one of those problems at one time. And when it tries to do that, it exacerbates the other. This is a replay of the 70s where, where Nixon and Ford and Carter all bounced back and forth between fighting recession yeah. Fighting inflation, they didn't understand. But but, 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 but here's what happened. And here's what happened in that time. In that in that time, what happened is Volcker sat in the Oval Office and heard Carter yammering on. He he left after the meeting. He went back to the Fed and he raised interest rates five hundred basis points in an afternoon. Yes, to shock the yes. system. Now he sent us in. And, he and sent let's us be clear, a, Steve, that that yeah, Jerome Powell is no Paul Volcker. Okay, I don't want to hear that crap comparison. I he keeps invoking uh, Paul Volcker. Yes. What's he trying to, what, what message is he trying to send? Well, the difference between Paul Volcker and Jerome Powell is that Paul Volcker was an economist who understand, understood how economies work. Powell just thinks, well, we got inflation. The only thing I can do is raise interest rates. That's not a plan, Steve. Here's the thing. We've got the Congress and the White House doing one thing, which is stimulating the economy with, with fiscal irresponsible, inefficient bills that are going to offshore our supply chains and create all manner of both demand pull and cost push inflation. That's what they're doing. And Powell's trying to control inflation on this side. It's just not going to work. Yeah. And look. It's like they won't let me on CNBC. They won't let me on the business shows. Hold they it. don't want to hear this but you, stuff. You, you were they the just guy, you want were the guy to steal money them. from yeah, pension the guy, funds yeah. buying the dip advice. You, you were the guy that called the big Trump rally. You've also said, they said right there, 20% from the from the peak would be 30,000. Dr. Peter Navarro, in your own voice, are we going to hit 25,000 before we hit 40,000, sir? I've said that. That's my call, Steve. We will hit 25,000. And, you know, look. We've had a, a since I made the call on the war room in November uh, of last year, uh, we've gone from 36,000 on the Dow down to, to close to 30,000. There's a there's a concept in technical trading known as support levels. 30,000 on the Dow is a support level. Boy, when, as soon as you break through that level of support, that thing's going to drop thousands more points. Yeah. And 25,000 is a very reasonable fall given what we're seeing. <clears throat> Every there's, piece yeah, of news there's, is there's, bad. There's, a new, there's, there's a no new good term news. I, want the, I see yeah. no the, good economic news. Well, there's no, no good economic news. They're going to come back tomorrow and talk about the CR, which is setting us at levels of this year, which is a trillion and a half dollar, two yeah. trillion dollar unfunded debt. Peter, hang on for one second because I want to get you at the close. I want to get to David Sokol, author of American Perspective. David is an investment professional. He used to have Teton Capital. David, Give us your perspective of, of Jerome Powell and their efforts at the Fed to try to tame the burning dumpster fire of inflation in this economy, sir. Well, Steve, I think Peter is exactly right. You know, you've got this bizarre scenario. On one hand, I think the, the Federal Reserve, if all you focus on is inflation uh, in, in a vacuum, uh, raising rates is, is certainly one tool. But you've got an administration and a Congress that is throwing money on the fire of inflation. Uh, and, 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 and further, 
while while I'm in favor of obviously we have inflation, we need workers to to have wages and at least attempt to keep up with it. The problem is the government is now almost fostering strikes, um, and you're going to end up with a with a spiraling inflation that raising interest rates will ultimately tame, but it will be a long time into the future to do it. And stagflation is what we should be most concerned with. It's, it's, real quickly, the subtitle of your book is Defending the American Dream for the Next Generation. Can we even worry about the next generation now, or we're going to wipe out this generation unless somebody gets control of the spending and gets in sync with what the Fed's trying to do? David Sokol. Well, Steve, I think the answer is we've got the only way we protect the American dream is to get people focused on this upcoming election. A lot of times people say this is the election of a lifetime, but this this one I believe actually is. And, and the reason is our founding fathers, and we try to point this out, Adam and I, in the book, that um, our founding fathers built this country on consensus, forcing people to the middle. Everything about our Constitution does that. You know, a 75 percent approval requirement of the states for any amendment to the Constitution, two thirds for an impeachment in the Senate, six, you know, a filibuster at 60, 60 votes. We this election, if the Democrats manage to add one Senate seat, uh, particularly one, say, this fellow in Pennsylvania, who, who is actually advocating and campaigning on the fact that he would destroy the filibuster, that will take away the fundamental check and balance in our system, which is the Supreme Court. And uh, so I think the only way we can protect this, uh, this uh, country of ours, this phenomenal uh, entity called America that our founding fathers put in place, the only way we can protect it is in, in this election. We've got to take the House back and we've got to get control of the Senate. You know, if someone like Fetterman uh, and his ilk uh, and, or Warnock continues in the Senate, et cetera, uh, we will lose control of this country. Peter, Peter Navarro, is Sokol right? Is this why you're so focused on, on these House seats? And is, is are we going to need, is MAGA going to need a political solution to an economic and financial crisis because of this madness in fiscal policy coupled with the easy money policies that they're now trying to, in, they're trying to be, be a reaction to it? Is David Sokol right? Do you see that this has to be a MAGA political solution to stop the madness, sir? Uh, of course he's right. The, the book uh, I wrote, Steve, Taking Back Trump's America, take it literally, dude. It's like, it's a mission for us in the war room, David Sokol. And I'm telling you, it's like Donald Trump understood how economies prosper, how real wages go up for black, brown, and blue-collar manu manufacturing workers. He understood what peace is like abroad, what a secure southern border is. We don't have any of that out. The, the apocalypse is descending on us in Biden's America, and there doesn't appear to be anybody who understands economic policy. I mean, Larry Summers is jockeying for Janet Yellen's position publicly. He doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. You know what Larry Summers' world looks like, Steve? It's like raise interest rates and make Poor people have their wages go down to control wage inflation. That's Larry Summers' solution. And by the way, price controls yeah. wouldn't be behind. Yeah. We've got to take back that house, Steve. Whoa, We've got to take you back start, you just heard it from America. Navarro. You just, you just heard Navarro right now. Hang on. Another, Nav another Navarro call. Price, price controls are on their way. Real quickly, Peter, how big a deal is it the Atlanta Fed has already, has already signaled we're going to have negative growth even before today for the third quarter, sir? Give me a minute on that. Uh, they're, they're watching the war room, Steve. They're watching the, the Cortez and me and you explaining how, <laughs> yeah, we're already in 
a recession. This whole idea that the unemployment rate is low, like whoopee. Yeah, it's because a lot of people left the workforce, right? They left the workforce. Yeah. And so, uh, look, it's just going to get worse because, okay. you know, it's the idea of like, if you're in a hole, stop digging, right? They keep digging, and you're right. The, the next thing on Capitol Hill is they're going to try to lift the debt limits and keep spending this money. We got it's all those insane. fights to come. It's insane. The CR, we're going to have Russ vote on tomorrow. Buy the dip, though, Steve. Buy the dip. Buy the dip and hold it. Yeah, buy the dip. Put me on. Morning Joe, put me on saying I said buy the dip on Bannon. And just know that my tongue was stuck way deep in my cheek because we get it right and CNBC gets it wrong every day and they're taking your money. Buy the dip on the bonds. Real quickly, Peter, how do they get to taking back Trump's America? You're all over doing book signings. Where do they go to find out where you're going to be and get the book, sir? Warren, I need your help here. Buy this book. Go to PeterNavar.com. It's the gateway to Amazon. It's a mission. This book is is the blueprint to take back Trump's America, restore prospectability. PeterNavar.com. And by the way, I'm the Getter guy. Getter is the Twitter killer. If you yeah. want to communicate with one another without being canceled, get on Getter. I'm real P. Navarro there. And you, you learn about taking back Trump's America book um, uh, every day about that. So, Steve, Admiral, you keep doing what you're doing. Uh, but Thank boy, you, I, you know, it's like, this this goes from bad to worse. The only the only thing I take heart in is like people who who know how to short markets like me. You know, it's like I I'm protected, but most of America pension funds they're not. That's unfortunate, and that's Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi's doing it. By the way, yeah. Steve, don't forget that son of a bitches on Congress were insider trading, making money on the stock yeah. market. Well, the people of America and their pension funds were going down the tubes. One last thing, Steve. Zach Nunn, Iowa 3. We got to axe Cindy Cindy Axney, the Democrat. I'm going to have candidates for you, Steve. A long list. We're going to go over in the battleground. We're going to go to the battleground. We got a bunch of shows to do on that to go through each district. Thank you very much. David Sokol, real quickly, how do people get to your book? How do they get to America in Perspective, sir? Well, it's uh, on, on Amazon. Um, you can go through freedomworks.com or just on Amazon, American, American Perspective. And and uh, I appreciate what you and, and what Peter are doing. Yeah. You know, we've got it. We've got to get we're, the country back. We're, 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 we're going to have you back on to go. The book is amazing. We're going to have you back on it because you're talking about saving the country now for the next generation. David Sokol, Dr. Peter Navarro. Another bleak day in the capital markets brought to you by the Biden regime. Short commercial break. We're going to come back. Tom Fitt and Mike Davis next. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, 
to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. Some breaking news just in that we need to get to right now. New York Attorney General Letitia James has filed a fe- has filed a civil lawsuit against former President Donald Trump, his children, and his family business. Let's listen in. She's speaking now. Controller Jeffrey McConney. Mr. Trump and the Trump Organization repeatedly and persistently manipulated the value of assets to induce banks to lend money to the Trump Organization on more favorable terms than would otherwise have been available to the company, to pay lower taxes, to satisfy continuing loan agreements, and to induce insurance companies to provide insurance coverage for higher limits and at lower premiums. This conduct was all in violation of Executive Law Section 6312, which gives the Attorney General broad and special powers to go after persistent and repeated fraud and illegality. Okay. As part of uh, demonstrating illegality under not that, that I, section Not that I couldn't law. listen to Tish James all day, right? Um, but I want to go to Mike Davis. Uh, Alex Jones is going to join us. Benny Johnson, Tom Fitton, kind of murderers row today. 27 Yankees all the way. Uh, Mike Davis, you put some pretty hot tweets up on Twitter. Explain to me, Tish James, I'm sure this is totally unrelated. They just put a poll up two days ago that showed she was losing to her underfinanced, no name recognition Republican uh, competitor for attorney general with five weeks to go, that this was totally unrelated about her coming after President Trump. Put it in perspective. What is she doing, uh, sir? This is just complete frivolous partisan nonsense out of Tish James, uh, she's she's a joke. She's a clown. She's dumb. She's angry. She's loud, and she's trying to get Trump. She filed a 220-page civil fraud lawsuit against Trump and his kids and his organizations. What she seems to fail to miss is with fraud in New York, you have to show that someone uh, detrimentally relied upon those false. Uh, representations, and they were injured by it. And even the New York Times, not exactly uh, Trump fans, they essentially called out Tish Tish James's lawsuit as political nonsense. Let me just read it to you. Uh, Yet her case against him could be difficult to prove. Property valuations are often, often subjective, and the financial statements include a disclaimer stating that they have not been audited. And if they there were a trial, his attorneys would most likely emphasize that Deutsche Bank and Mr. Trump's other lenders were hardly victims. All of his loans were, are either current or were paid off some early. And, he, and the, the New York Times also points out he doesn't use email famously, so you're not going to find smoking gun email of his intent. I mean, it's just, this is this is such political nonsense, what they're doing. This is part of the pattern of the Democrats of going after Trump. The New York Times continued that they point out again that 
that Trump's uh, lawyers will uh, will likely point out the disclaimer in his financial statements saying that Mesars had not audited the valuations. Uh, they're they're this also. Is... Go, Go ahead, ahead, sir. Keep continue on. No, no, continue on. It's so powerful because this is the New York Times. It's not Gateway Pundit saying this. This is the New York Times. Continue on, Mike. Uh, here's the final one. They also would likely argue that the Trump organization submitted the statements to sophisticated financial institutions that conducted their own due diligence uh, and profited in their dealings with Trump, Mr. Trump. And then they have a statement out by uh, the company statement, the Trump uh, company statement, quote, while the, the job of the attorney general is to protect the interest of the public, today's filing for the first time in the history of the attorney general's office seeks to protect the interest of large sophisticated Wall Street banks. Um, this is a farce. We'll get more to later. I just want to break the news and have you do the analysis. Also, real quickly, before I lose you, there's all kind of controversy now about the special master. Have, have the, the Trump lawyers have been kind of magnificent because essentially they're following your strategy. Have they overplayed their hand? Is this special master making some moves here that the mainstream media who are jumping all on this bandwagon uh, may be correct? What's going on with the special master? So I don't know what's going on here. I, I will say this. I think that there is a fundamental misunderstanding about classified records. It's a red herring. Under the Presidential Records Act, records received by the president and his staff are presidential records. And that includes classified records from the CIA, from the DIA, any intel agency. Those are presidential records. And under the Presidential Records Act, former presidents have unfettered access to their records. And so when Judge Cannon said to, to do for the special master to sort through these records, it's because this biased magistrate judge, Bruce Reinhardt, ordered a home raid, unprecedented, unnecessary and unlawful home raid, and they got 11,000 records from Trump. And so the whole point of the special master, I think it was Cannon's very gentle way of getting Reinhardt the hell off this case because he's biased, yeah. as evidenced by his uh, recusal eight weeks ago in Trump's civil lawsuit. Uh, on Russian collusion, but the special master's job is simply to take these 11,000 documents and put them in four different buckets, whether they're personal records that are, that are not privileged, yeah. personal records that are uh, that are privileged, presidential records that are not that are not privileged, or presidential records yeah. that are privileged. It doesn't matter if they're classified. His, sole, his only job is to figure out if they're marked classified, review them first so the government stops whining about their fake concerns about a criminal investigation or an intel assessment. I think this uh, special master just needs to get clarification from Judge, uh, Judge Cannon on what he's supposed to be doing. Mike, real quickly, what's your social media? People people got to follow you, if nothing more than the, the Letitia James stuff tonight. We're going to have you back on tomorrow to break that down. It's a total farce. How they get to you, sir? Yeah, it's article3project.org, article3project.org, and it's at article3project, at article3project on Getter, Twitter, uh, and uh, Truth. And my personal is at M-R-D-D-M-I-A, at M-R-D-D-M-I-A. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. And thank you for bringing up the New York Times about the Tish James fiasco. Let's play, uh, by the way, MSNBC is all uh, clutching their pearls because of Tom Fitton. Let's play, let's play the cold open on Tom Fitton. I'll bring Tom Fitton in. Because he was ignoring his highly qualified White House lawyers, Pat Philbin, Pat Cipollone, and Eric Hirschman. Instead, he was reportedly taking the advice of this guy. We want to know about the deep state effort to overthrow the president of the United States. You know, in many ways, it's remarkable. The president is a crime victim. 
He was targeted illegally uh, by the Obama administration. If they doesn't want to fire Mueller directly, maybe just pardon everyone. Everyone caught up in it, either directly or indirectly, who's the subject, the target, you name it, just pardon it all. I think the raid was a fraud, an abuse, and a sham. There was no good faith basis to target Trump here with this outrageous raid. And all those records he has are his records. And they should stop pretending that just because they think they're presidential records and they think it's classified, you know, that's the that's that's the final answer. And it ain't. So that's a guy named Tom Fitton. He's like a second, third tier conservative activist, head of the right wing group of Judicial Watch. They've been around for forever. Somewhat ludicrous figure, honestly. I, I put him in the like Ginny Thomas category of the American right. Whoa, Chris Hayes, you could not be more incorrect. Tom Fitton, Judicial Watch is a hammer. Tom Fitton, why all of a sudden they're getting snarky and nasty about you, Brother Fitton? Second or third tier? I, I think uh, I call Tom Fitton main battery. Brother, why are they melting down? In particular, in case you're not a lawyer. Walk me through this, brother. I don't know. Uh, well, I do know. Uh, look, there have been reports in the New York Times, CNN a few weeks ago, uh, the left is agitated because they believe, and I'm not going to say whether I am or not, because it's no one's business, um, that um, supposedly I've been advising Trump on some of these issues. You know, but you can see from the from the material that they put out there, which I'm glad they repeated because Americans need to hear it, especially in MSNBC, that uh, despite what I've said, Trump has done other things. He didn't fire Mueller. He didn't pardon everyone caught up. He pardoned some of those caught up in Mueller's investigations. And in the case of the documents, you know, it, it, it erupted after he turned over the documents, um, reportedly at the advice of lawyers around him or others. And my point was, and to follow on what Mike Davis has been talking about, because we were on the wrong end of a court decision that found that the archives and the Justice Department had no business as second-guessing a president's decision-making on records. And in fact, the presumption was that if he had the records after he left the Oval Office, they were personal records, and they, were, they weren't anyone else other than the president's. So I started blowing the whistle on that. You know, it's one thing to say to Judicial Watch, uh, yeah, you know, you, you can't have these, and, uh, and, and the court says there's no way anyone can go in and get them. And then for the Justice Department to then go tell a court of 10 years later the exact opposite, that's government corruption. And if I were the president, um, if I were President Trump and he should still take this position, I think they should still be more aggressive here. They should say, these are all my records and I want them back. That's what the position of the Justice Department has been. Why has it changed here? You mean, you mean, you mean follow 41, go 41G? Is that what you're talking about? Well, I don't even know if they need to do that because the judge in this case seems to have suggested that this is kind of a 41G um, uh, action. Uh, but uh, do what you need to do and at least run the argument that uh, these records, and he doesn't need to say they're classified or unclassified. He needs to, uh, all his lawyers need to say is this is the Justice Department's prior position here, and they should explain to the court why they've changed their mind and why they've now ignoring um, the, the idea that when, they, when Bill Clinton had tapes of him talking to foreign leaders, they didn't consider that to be classified, even though they were in his personal possession. 
all complete all with related to government activity this is just a uh, this is just the justice department uh going after trump uh on a protectual basis and in my view lying to the courts hey, and that's, Tom, this is why they don't like just that coming out there and that's why i'm getting attacked by yeah MSNBC i want to just come and cnn i just want to come back in a second we got alex jones another uh throwdown up in connecticut we got benny thompson attacked out in iowa all of it next in the war room if you want to know what the left's real plan is for your kids just look at the reaction to the work patriot mobile did in multiple school districts in the great state of texas the left is losing their minds Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider and a force for conservative values. This is because they take a portion of your bill and fund conservative causes and candidates who believe in the sanctity of life, freedom of speech, the Second Amendment, and guess what? They're winning. Patriot Mobile has affordable plans for you, your family, even your business. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers because they use multiple major networks. Plus, you're supporting conservative values with every call. Now go to PatriotMobile.com. That's one word. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call the following number, 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation with the offer code Bannon. Special discounts are also available for veterans and first responders. Join our movement. Make the switch today and a difference tomorrow. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call 972-PATRIOT. Make an impact. Use your agency. Action, action, action. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. Go there right now. We got the towels on sale, $19.98. Normally, I think $45. bucks. not going to last forever. Support the armor piercing show that is Mike Lindell. He's a guy who's got a couple, three people after him, right? FBI, lawsuits all over the place. So support the great manufacturing company up in Minnesota. MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. Go there today. Sales all over the place. Buy one, get them free. All of it. Just go to our square. Want to go back to Tom Fitton. Tom, we're kind of pressed for Tom. I just got a simple question. I've known you for over a decade. And you are, and I say this, my dad who died, as you know, over 100 years old, the one thing he would contribute to all the time is Tom Fenton. He says, this guy delivers every day. Fenton, MSNBC's on you now because they're afraid. Have you been wrong about anything you've said publicly? Because I track you very closely on kind of advice or recommendations just publicly over the last couple of years. And are you dead right on this one too? I mean, obviously, I believe I'm right. You know, we, our analysis is almost always spot on. And on records issues, Judicial Watch has almost 30 years experience litigating federal records issues. There are few groups more expert than us. And we've won a lot and more importantly, lost a lot. So we know what we're talking about. We know what we're up against. And this Justice Department is playing games with the courts and uh, they need to be called on it directly. And what's wonderful about the court process thus far, you see Judge Cannon doesn't believe a word the Justice Department says. And Judge Deary, thankfully, uh, you know, I, I, I'm hesitant about the way uh, that's been run. But in the least, he's asking the, uh, Donald Trump 
for direction here. So I think if they push this argument, uh, they're going to be successful. And you know why they're going to be successful? Because the Justice Department's argument up until President Trump. Tom, how do people get to Judicial Watch and how do they follow you on social media, brother? Uh, at judicialwatch.org, judicialwatch.org. And of course, we're online at Twitter and Facebook at Tom Pitt at Watch. Get her. By the way, I'm on you know, everywhere. Get through, through social. And you're, you're, people have <laughs> got to go to, to go to Judicial TikTok, Watch. They throw me off TikTok. I'm off the thrown off <laughs> TikTok. Go to Judicial Watch. You got to see the great work they're doing. Fit in his main batteries, I call it. Chris Hayes, them second or third tier, not a chance. By the way, in the entire history, we're coming up on the third year of the War Room. In the entire history of the show, I don't think we've had a power half hour like we got now. I got Tom Fitton at Judicial Watch, Alex Jones is on deck, and then I got Benny uh, Benny Johnson. Tom, thank you so much for joining us, brother. Glad to see you're that Chris, you're living rent free in Chris Hayes's head. Yeah. So Alex Jones, Alex, uh, Tish, uh, Tish James went after Trump today and a quarter of a billion dollars to put him in bankruptcy. Uh, you know how that feels. Walk me through, first off, your perspective of overall the, of the lawfare that the Justice Department, the FBI, Tish James, all of it is coming after the MAGA leadership, sir, including yourself. Well, there's no better club to be in. It's, it's similar to John Hancock signing his name so big on the Bible Declaration of Independence, whoever signed that, they knew it was going to be targeted by King George III. And so I don't like being attacked. It's not enjoyable. But I know that the more I'm under attack, the more effective I am. So I'm a little bit jealous of you being under such attack. But I'm glad you are literally ahead of me, even on the tip of the spear. But whether it is President Trump, whether it's Mike Lindell, uh, whether it is Steve Bannon, whether it is Alex Jones, whether it is Trump lawyers that actually do their job and tell the truth, we're all under massive attack. And Letitia James came after me two years ago uh, and she put the feds on me. And that was a whole thing that never went really went public because it got dealt with. Uh, but I know they're doing other things that I'm not liberty to get into right now. I told you probably about it a few weeks ago when we were during a break, uh, but they are literally just going down the line of anybody that's pro-America, anybody that's just, loyal to the country. And, and, and quite frankly, I'll say it. I'm loyal to my grandparents. Uh, they were just badass patriots, World War II veterans, and and and, 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 and my other family, the military. And I, I just won't let them flush this country down the toilet. So I'm not doing something heroic. I know you feel the same. We're doing our duty. And so so many Americans, not your audience, that's totally awake, but a lot of Americans say, where are the patriots? Why don't people fight back? Why don't they stand up? Well, it's because in this dark time for America, they come after you. But we see the global awakening. We see nationalists and populists getting uh, elected in Sweden and becoming the leader of the, of the conservative party. Uh, he's got the votes right now to defeat Trudeau in Canada. We see Brazil. We see so many other cases. Italy uh, now moving to elect a uh, right-wing anti-globalist. And so when we expose the globalists as the multinational new communist threat, but a corporate fascist threat using communism for control and their SCGs and their systems and the Clinton Global Initiative and the World Economic Forum, we're over the target. So I signed on for this. I don't enjoy it uh, at a fleshly level. Uh, it's not fun to be attacked and demonized and lied about and be up against bullies. But at the end of the day, spiritually, I'm very strong because I see the victory we're having. Just like you said on my show a few weeks ago, you've never been more alive. You've never felt more satisfied. And it's not some 
sadomasochistic urge. It's that we're trying to be like our ancestors because they measured up. We've got to measure up. And as an example of us being persecuted, just like the Alamo, you know, Santa Ana in Texas in 1836, but if he slaughtered a bunch of people, outnumbering them 20 to 1, it would scare Texans. Well, it had the opposite effect. It's like Hitler stopped bombing military targets when Britain wouldn't wouldn't roll over during the Blitz and started attacking civilian targets. And so we've got to go through this. It's not fun, but victory is literally in sight right now. And that's why they're so desperate. As you said, when they were perp walking you ridiculously, as you probably walked through, you said, I've only begun to fight, quoting John Paul Jones, the founder of the U.S. Navy. And you said, this is the dying scream of this corrupt globalist system. It is. My concern is, I don't like Putin, don't like what Russia's doing, but at the same time, Biden's been using, back when his vice president, as you know, Ukraine is a money laundering haven. We know Ukraine's got blackmail on him. $70 million now. Putin's getting his butt kicked, so he's committed 300,000 more troops and threatening nuclear war. Uh, so, so empires, when they're losing, start wars, and then empires tend to die attacking Russia, whether it was the Nazis, whether it was Napoleon. So this is a very critical time, a very, very dangerous time right now. I'm just honored to be amongst folks like yourself here and very blessed to be talking to your audience. I to say, my audience is giant. They're amazing. They're incredible. But I've got to give the credit to your audience for 80% of the success of the Great Reset and the War for the World that's been off and on the last three weeks, the number one book in the world. It's like number six today. Every time we come on your show, it goes right to number one. So you've got the most amazing audience, Steve, of real patriots. This is the tip of the spear. Well, Look, the book has resonated. Remember, it's The Great Reset and War for the World. You can get it at Amazon. It's a, and for the conference we had with Charlie Kirk, the great Charlie Kirk, this weekend, the book, of course, you, you made an appearance, Alex. The book was just incredible, and people love it. I just want to go to something everybody's been asking me. Given we're in the run-up for five or six weeks, I think 48 days from the most important midterm election since 1862, are they trying to pile on Alex Jones now so that you got too much? I mean, you're doing the show. You're totally focused. You're over the target. But are they, I mean, the timing of these things just looks bizarre. Did, was this just happenstance that this would happen to you in the run-up of 48 days to go, uh, that you're in another one of these situations in, in the court, sir? It was all totally coordinated. If you look at the spectrum of 28 years on air, Sandy Hook was less than one-tenth of one percent. What they've entered in evidence in Texas and Connecticut's 24 minutes of me when the Internet was questioning it. I questioned it a few times. They made me the Sandy Hook guy once Hillary was running against Trump. She ran against Trump with ads, with edited videos of me acting like I was Trump's brain. When we all know Trump's his own brain. If anybody was his brain, it was you and Stephen Miller. And so I'd love to be his brain, but I wasn't. So they made me, you know, this demon that Trump supported. And then once he got elected, they went even crazier. And so for four years, they kept us in discovery. And the judges strung it out and demanded record level uh, discovery. And then they coordinated down to the days uh, about six months ago, about eight months ago, and said, okay, we're going to have this, uh, we're going to have this August trial in Texas, and we're going to have this September trial in Connecticut, and then we're going to have this November trial in Texas again, the same law firms, same groups that are running the lawsuits against all the gun manufacturers, big Democratic Party law firm with a Senator Blumenthal basically heading it up. And it's all completely coordinated, the same tactics, same lies. Same BS. And then, so they took Adam Lanza, who killed the kids of Sandy Hook, and just moved it to Alex Jones and the Republicans, and then just totally misrepresent. We People say, your lawyers are terrible. No, they're ordered in pretrial conferences and morning meetings. You can't bring up Hillary Clinton. You can't say your client's innocent. 
or we'll sanction you. And they have sanction hearings for my lawyers going on in Texas uh, and Connecticut. And so it's all extremely coordinated and crazy. Uh, and that's just where we are. And so I'm here in Connecticut right now. They have people, HBO, following us around. Uh, they've got just, just people threatening us. It's totally insane. And they're doing it to try to pull me off the midterms. And, and, and they said in their opening statements here last week in Connecticut and a month or five weeks ago in the opening statements in Texas, they said our mission is to take him out, silence him, and never let him rebuild his platform again. Never let him rebuild his platform again. And most importantly, they said, and stop other people like him next. He is the template. And they mentioned Tucker Carlson in the, in the interviews on MSNBC and CNN. They mentioned Steve Bannon, Donald Trump, anybody that goes against their fraudulent narrative, whether it's two men can have a baby or two women can have a baby or open borders is good or any of this. Now they're talking about criminal charges against DeSantis of Florida and, of, of course, the governor of uh, Texas as well for simply taking people that were already here illegally and shipping them to Martha's Vineyard and to the Naval Observatory in uh, D.C., so this is full weaponization. When Trump says weaponization, when you say weaponization, folks, this is weaponization. It's okay. Steve Bannon will never give up fighting. I'll never give up fighting. But I got to tell you, folks, it's lies. The media have hundreds of millions of dollars. It's, and we, are, we are out of gas. The audience is bigger than ever despite the platforming. But we need support at InfoWars.com. Steve Bannon at the war room needs support. You want champions? You want fighters? Folks, we're born for this. We love America. We love you. We're just asking, aid us in this fight. We're on the front lines. But you, those of you that support us with word of mouth, with prayer and financial support, you are just as critical as Tom Fenton or Steve Bannon. Without you folks, we'll never give up. We'll never give in, but we could give out. And I am very close to the breaking point. I'll just be honest with that because we're so close. Once again, Alex, where do people go uh, for support? And everybody's got to go to the Amazon to get the great reset in the war for the world. And we're going to get you back on here. we got time to talk about that in the president's executive order. But where do people go right now for support, Alex? Well, they can just go to InfoWarsStore.com. We've got great T-shirts, books, films, T-shirts, all that. And the biggest thing I care about is just spreading the word. Uh, the propaganda, as the Internet sings, says the propaganda would not be necessary if the situation was hopeless. Things aren't hopeless. In fact, the globalists are a dying organization everywhere people are turning against them. As you said, Latisha James is behind in polls in a state that goes totally Democrat. Uh, all they can hope for is, is election fraud and outlawing their opposition. I said it a year ago. You said it a year ago. But Biden's officially trying to outlaw his political opposition. This is real tyranny. And tyranny is the norm around the world. America and a few other free countries were very special experiments. That's why everybody wanted to come here. But they can't have a global world government if there's a few free countries left that people aspire to. So that's why America is the battleground for the future. It's the battleground for victory. It's the battleground for defeat. That's going to be the viewers and listeners of the literal tip of the spear, the war room, that are going to decide right now whether we stand and win or whether we fall. We're very close to winning, folks. But I can tell you, you see what they're doing to all of us. We need your word of mouth, your prayer, your support right now. Alex Jones, go with God. We look forward to having you back on here. You're a patriot, sir, and you are a hero. Alex Jones at Infowars.com and also the war, the great reset in the war for the world. Go to Amazon right now. Alex, thank you very much for taking time away to join us. Okay. Um, a vicious assault last night at the University of Iowa with one of the rising stars, one of the most important people in this rising generation of uh, warriors, fighters, and patriots. Benny Johnson joins us next in the war room. Through Hong Kong.
Americans are discovering that if we want to change this nation, we have to change the way the marketplace works. Look, woke corporations are seeking to divide us. Big banks are freeing the, freezing the accounts of people who disagree with their political views. And our supply chain is dependent upon countries that actively work against our values, like the Chinese Communist Party. It's time for a change. And that change starts with you and your wallet. That's why I'm pl- proud to partner with Public SQ the largest network of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses and consumers our nation has ever seen. Public SQ is the first app to connect freedom-loving Americans with their local community and the businesses that share their values. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that could never cancel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. And here's the best part of it. It's absolutely free to join. Just download the Public SQ app from the Apple Store or Google Play. Create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can support you. Download the app today. Public SQ. That's Public SQ. Public SQ. Go to the Apple App Store or Google Play. Take action. Do this today. Okay, welcome back. I want to go to Benny Johnson now, one of the strongest voices in this rising generation of reporters and commentators. Benny, what that was University of Iowa and a college. What happened last night? That was extremely dangerous, and it looked to me like there was not a lot of security there. So walk our audience through what happened last night and, and what's the update from today. Yeah, isn't it incredible that you need security to just walk in public these days? I know that you have some great security. Maybe I should call your guys, Steve. We are doing a tour right now. We're on the war room. We're doing a a tour called the Meme Wars uh, across the country right now. So much of the battle is mematic for the soul of the internet and for uh, the information that young kids are able to access. They love getting their information from memes. Memes are funny. The entire internet is built on memes. And so the Meme Wars is us going to college campuses around the nation. We're in Nashville right now. We're going to do a speech Uh, here in Nashville and then in Knoxville tomorrow, uh, talking about the power of memes and how much we love memes, how important memes are for conservatives uh, to, to, uh, in in order for conservatives to capture a new generation and to speak to young kids. Uh, We were doing that presentation and in the middle of the presentation, somebody was so offended by the meme that they got up, screamed that uh, we were racists and then kicked over the projector, smashing the projector Uh, so that we couldn't continue uh, our presentation. Now, what's interesting about this clip is that the meme that we were playing is Kamala Harris welcoming a bus of criminal migrants to her lawn uh, as tasteful mariachi music plays in the background. So he wasn't upset that Kamala Harris won't welcome criminal migrants into the Naval Observatory. He wasn't upset that Barack Obama won't open his 30-acre mansion compound in Martha's Vineyard. He wasn't upset that Joe Biden regularly uses racial terms and slurs and says that you can't be black if you don't vote for him. He was upset that we were making fun of those people who presumably he supports. And so then he smashed the projector. It was an act of violence. He was uh, thankfully arrested. 
And uh, to our knowledge, this is the uh, first meme hate crime arrest in American history. Look, Benny, here's the thing. I mean, you, you're as bad as straight as they get as far as family and your show. I've been had the honor of being on your podcast. Very straightforward. The meme is really satire and parody. You guys are the farthest thing from people, you know, banging on shields or anything. This is what I don't get. What triggers somebody? Because I got to tell you, if he had just pointed, you know, two degrees over, it had been right at you. What triggers a guy when you're sitting there about parody and making fun of people, but in a way that's not uh, aggressive, not threatening, uh, nothing with violence? This is what I don't understand. Why Benny Johnson and why the, the college kids are sitting there looking like they were enjoying it and learning something? So I, I like to relate it to a party. People like to go to a party where people are having fun, where people are laughing, where people are gathering. And memes is a place where people can go do that online. It's a way to attract young people and energy into the movement. We have memes on our we have memes on our shirt. I'm wearing a Clarence Thomas meme right now. So it's uh, a lifestyle, and it's something that's very important. An enormous number of kids, young kids, get their knowledge of the world and information through memes. And the reason that the left hates them so much and wants to ban memes and then freaks out and wants to attack people who are sharing memes is because they're Marxists. And Steve, you know, as, as we discussed on, on, on my podcast, uh, this is a spiritual battle. And it's a spiritual battle between darkness and, and light. And these people are so dark in their souls and they don't have humor. They don't have they have lost the capacity to laugh. Uh, they've lost the capacity uh, to be uh, have any enjoyment of, of life. Uh, they they have darkness in their souls. And so when they are presented with us ridiculing them, and ridicule is, I think, possibly the most powerful political tool there is, when we are when they're presented with the ridicule of their heroes, they don't know how to process it. They 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 snap. And this person snapped, it was violent. We're gonna have now protection for the rest of the tour. Very sad. That has to be the case. Uh, but they snap because they're lost souls and because their souls are darkened and they can't handle the fact that we're laughing at them. And that's ultimately the point. We're laughing at them. We're making fun of them. Uh, we don't take them seriously and we don't take their threats um, um, seriously. And we think they're, they're sad, little, low testosterone soy boys uh, all, you know, all hopped up on Keith Oberman tweets. Uh, and they're pathetic losers. And so um, I watched this man's last little drop of testosterone evaporate as he um, uh, spun into a uh, 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 induced rage, uh, like a man-child. I want people to know about supporting this tour. And I don't know if for security reasons, you might not give it up, but where do people, tonight's Nashville, can you get some details of everybody's, our, our, our huge posse in, in Nashville can turn up or yeah. you already have to have tickets. I want people to find out more about this tour because there are as many people to go as possible because it's th this thing about memes is amazing and, and, and quite enlightening to people. Uh, so it's the Meme Wars tour. We're going to be in Nashville tonight. We're going to be in Knoxville tomorrow. We're going to be in Naples, Florida, and then in uh, University of Central Florida. Uh, and then we're going to go to California, which we're really looking forward to. We're going to go to Yorba Linda. We're going to go to UC Santa Barbara. And that happens next week. You can find all that information uh, at BennyJohnson.com backslash tour. Uh, you can also follow along on our podcast uh, every day where we give you the updates of uh, how the tour is going and exactly what technology has been smashed by the left. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, Steve, this is not anything that is uh, even remotely rare. Uh, you have Republicans that are being hunted down and, and, and literally killed in North Dakota 
Uh, we count ourselves lucky and we'll thank our angels uh, essentially for surviving yesterday. The man could have had a knife or a gun or, or anything. Yeah. So uh, meme hate crime. He was arrested and, and we thank the police. Do you have, but you do have security now? People should know, and even the bad guys know you're going to have security at these uh, events. We do have well armed security. They're incredible. Benny Johnson, thank you very much. Uh, be safe, sir. You're a uh, very valuable asset in this great patriotic war. So thank you very much for joining us and be safe. Thank you, Steve. Look at that from Tish James uh, to what's happening to Alex Jones uh, to Benny Johnson. I'm telling you, they're violent. Got to be very careful. Okay, we're going to take a short commercial break. We got back. We got uh, Jim Hoft. Uh, we got Joanna Miller, uh, Dr. Peter McCullough, and a couple of surprises as we continue into the next hour of the world. We'll be back in a moment. It's all started, everything's begun, and you are War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplug Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer. Every year, year in and year out, heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroom Health, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. 
You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.